Amen, amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Can we give the Lord a big hand today? If you're wondering why we should give the Lord a big hand, because he's good. Can I get amen on that? Amen. amen. We want to say hello to everybody watching all our campuses in uh, North County, East County, San Ysidro, and everybody watching online and all our military out there. Let's give all those people a warm welcome. God bless y'all. God bless you. Uh, we are continuing starting a series called Superman today. We started it last week, but we're going to get into it today. So I'm going to ask everybody to stand up and uh, let's get our, get our hearts right. How many people, by a show of hands, have something physical you need to be healed or corrected in your life? Just raise your hand real high. Or look, keep your hands up real high. Look around the room. Everyone look around the room. It's like all of us in here. It's like 10 people in here don't have nothing. How about, how about relational? You have something relational that needs to be fixed in your life. Okay, okay, very good. Uh, how about mental? How about something mental? You <laughs> How about some emotion in your heart that's just, eh, it's not right. I need that fixed in your life. Man, there's a lot of junk in this room, amen. This is the place to bring all your junk, amen. Amen, amen, amen. You know, you know the, uh, the uh, you ever hear people say there's a bunch of hypocrites in church? This is the place hypocrites should be. So how, many, how much hypocrisy do we have in here? <laughs> Thank you for, some of y'all are like, uh, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> um, oh. We're gonna, I want to talk about healing, and I want to pray that the Holy Spirit would reveal himself to you now and prepare you to receive what he has for you, and, and, and that your heart would be ready, and that even before you sit down, whatever you raise your hand for is gone. That could happen. But that, the Holy, that you would be ready. The Holy Spirit, I want you to reveal yourself to me. So let's bow our heads and pray, and I want you to... Just listen with your heart, with your ears, all the campuses. I want you to think about the things that you raised your hand for. And I want you to contemplate, do you believe God can correct it, restore it, align it with the kingdom of heaven? Do you believe that God can heal it, that he can heal your body, that he can heal your heart? That he can heal a relationship. That he can heal your ankle, your foot, your hip, your back, your shoulder. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would reveal yourself to us. That you make yourself known to each one of us individually in your own unique way. Father, we pray you open heaven and pour out your spirit on us. And that you would baptize us fresh with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ. That you would pour out your power on our life. Lord, we don't want to just come to church, sing songs, raise our hand and yell, who's the man? We want to be transformed. And we want to be a tool for transformation in the lives of other people and in our community. So we pray now that you would touch us. And Lord, I pray right now for physical healing. There are people here right now who have pain. They feel it. They have an ailment. They have something that doesn't work. I pray in Jesus' name that you would heal it even this moment. 
And they would feel that healing. They would sense it. And they would know beyond the shadow of a doubt that God of heaven touched their body. And as you stand there right now, if you came in here with physical pain, and you can test right now, eyes closed, heads bowed, you can feel it. You can move your, move your knee, move your wrist, step on your foot and see if it's gone. And if you feel like God just heals you, just raise your hand real high. And we can see you. God bless 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 you. Lord, thank you for being so good to us. And, Lord, we praise you for all those people. We're just getting started. And, Lord, we pray that when people go to the doctor this week and they find out that cancer, this tumor is gone. That their virus is gone. The bacteria is gone. We pray they would give honor and praise to Jesus Christ. Because he is the one who heals. We don't heal. The Holy Spirit heals through us. We're just a vehicle. So thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand for all those hands. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. You may be seated. Uh, before I do start, last week we did have Russell Wilson here and he um, gave his testimony and part of his testimony was, uh, how many of y'all heard about it in the media, by the way? How many of you didn't hear about it in the media? Okay. Uh, he gave a testimony that he was going to remain absent uh, with his girlfriend, Ciara, and that, he was, that God spoke to him. And uh, most of the firestorm online was very positive, but there were a lot of the media focused on the negative about how can a guy say God speaks to him? Uh, why would he be so stupid to say he's not going to have sex? They use the word stupid. Uh, ESPN analyst did. And he's a male chauvinist for saying he's going to lead a woman. Um, so I'm writing an article, I've kind of written it already, that I'm going to send out through us. I'm not going to send it to uh, uh, any news outlet. I'm going to send it to them. And so be looking out for that this week. And if you get, get it, if you could just send it to people. And basically what I'm saying is, that, yes, you can have a direct line of communication to God. Uh, an NFL player actually criticized him for that. Amen. An NFL player criticized him and said, who do you think he is? Does he think he has a direct line to God? I'm going to say, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but I know that that's odd for people who have a God that doesn't talk. But we have a God who talks. So, um, so we're going to talk about that. But I appreciate you just get the article out. We want, to, we want people, and also that it's not stupid to say you want to wait till you get married uh, to have sex. But by the way, if you, if you wait till you get married to have sex, the chance of you getting a divorce go in half. And uh, studies show you have a lot more satisfied sexual life. You get along better because your focus is not on sex. There's, less, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. Anyway, I'm not going to get into the whole article. But, but I won't just send it out because we want to we counter the, the, the lies of the media and say, no, there's another side to it. And, and if God doesn't talk, you shouldn't pray to him because what what who are you praying to? Anyway, let's get our Bibles out. Let's get our Bibles out. On three, say word. word. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. One of my favorite classes or subjects, I'm a science guy, math and science. When I was playing uh, football, before I got saved, I was using cocaine. I went and took anatomy at San Diego State for fun. Loved it. And so what we have here is a vertebrae. This is your spine. And... I, I got an injury in my leg. I had pain going down my leg, and, and I didn't know what it was. And someone said, you need to go to a chiropractor. And I said, what's a chiropractor got to do with the pain in my leg? Well, the nerve that comes down your spine comes out of the side, and if your spine is out of alignment, it will pinch the nerve and send pain in your leg. And he said, if they could realign your spine and make it straight, 
so there's no impingement on your nerve, then you won't have pain in your leg. Everyone say realign. realign. Say restore. restore. Say alignment. alignment. When God brings healing into your life, all he's doing is realigning your life with the kingdom of God standard. And there's a big mystery about, well, can God heal? Does God heal anymore? So over the next four weeks, we're going to talk about how God supernaturally brings alignment into your life. I asked you in the very beginning of the service, how many of you had physical pain? You have physical pain because something is out of line with the kingdom of God's standard or God's original design for your body. You have relational issues because something's out of line with your relationship with somebody else. And so when God brings about healing, all God is doing is realigning those things with the way he intended it, with his will. He does it supernaturally. And the reason this series is called Superman because he does this supernatural work. He wants to do it through you and me. God supernaturally wants to realign your life with his, with his original intent. And the question is, do you believe that? The question is, do you want to receive that? And the question is, do you want to be used to do that? In other words, God does it through you, but do you want to and are you willing to pray for people? To pray for people to be saved, to pray for people to be healed. Can you imagine if you were walking in the mall and you saw someone walking with a cane and God said, I want to heal that person. Their leg is, there's something wrong with their leg and I want to restore or realign their leg to be like, like uh, uh, the way I intended it. Can I use you? Wouldn't you love to be the person that says, yes, God, well, go over there and ask them, can you pray? Can I, what's wrong with your leg? And they say, my leg is this. Can I pray for you? Are you sure? Yes, I want to pray for you. You pray for them and then God healed. How many of y'all would love to do that? Okay, how many of y'all like be, be scared to do that? I'm with you. It's scary. Faith is scary. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what is healing. We're going to focus on that today. We're going to talk about why God heals. The ultimate healing, by the way, uh, well, salvation and then death. So complete, complete, complete is when you really get to heaven. We're going to talk about who can heal. We're going to talk about how to heal. We're going to practice every week right in here. Matter of fact, we just had about in, in just here in Point Loma, and I don't know in other campuses, I'll know after the service, but we just had about 10 people healed just in the beginning of the service, and it was just by asking. And so we're going to practice. You're going to practice with the person next to you if you so choose. All of y'all said you got junk. Amen. You got physical junk, got emotional junk, you got relational junk, you got social junk. We're going to pray for each other. Can I get amen? amen? You don't have to if you just want to sit there and go, I don't want to pray. That's cool. But we're going to pray for each other. Okay. Amen. So let's turn to uh, Matthew chapter 6. Let's start with the beginning. What is healing? Very simple. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, Jesus teaches us how to pray. And he says, in this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We worship God. First thing you do when you pray is worship God. And then it says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what Jesus is telling us to do. He's telling you and I to ask for, look what it says in verse, verse, nine, verse 9. It says in verse 10, your kingdom Come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, Jesus is saying, I want you to ask God, God, may your will be done in my life. Look at number one in your notes. The kingdom of God is a state or place 
that is in agreement with the perfect will, design, and standard of God. The kingdom of God is a state, condition, a place. In other words, it's actually a place, but it's also a condition of being in the will of God. When you are in the presence of God and God's presence consumes you, one of the characteristics is incredible peace because it's in line with the standard of God. And so what Jesus is saying is that I want you to ask for the kingdom of God. Look what it says in verse 10 again. Your kingdom come, I want your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, God, may your will be done in my relationship with that person. You don't want us fighting. You want us loving each other. May your will be done in my physical body. May your will be done in my relationship with you. I, I, you want me to have peace with you. You want me to be in obedience to you. May your will be done in my career. You want me using the gifts that you've given me to honor you and glorify you to build your kingdom. So when we pray, when, we, when God starts to align things with his will, all he's doing, he's healing those things. He's taking what's wrong and making it right, what's not being used according to design and using it according to design. Many of you all have had, and I don't say many of you, maybe all of you, but, I, but definitely many of you have had the wrong relationship. Can I get amen? It just, ugh. You ever had a relationship with somebody, you're looking at them, and they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're attractive to me, and, 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 and it's just, but something's just not right. The guy has a six-pack you always wanted. He has all his teeth. He's got a great job, great car, but just, just something ain't right. And then you meet a guy who's got a keg. <laughs> he's got no hair. He's got 17 teeth. But something's just right. God says, your kingdom come. Lord, may your will be done in this relationship. May your will be done. And then look what it says in verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive others. And then verse 13. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us. Lord, deliver me. One of the, when we talk about the reason that God heals and the reason God brings order, the reason God does supernatural things, one of them is to undo the works of the devil in your life. The devil brings confusion into your life, strife and tension and hatred. And as a result of sin, we get sick and we have all this pain. I was, I was, it kills me to see people walking down the street, homeless people. Guy was walking down the street, no shoes this morning, coming to church. Just, go, I don't know where he was going, but he had no shoes on. He was just sweating. He was just... And it just broke my heart because when I see him, I see what God and people eating out of the garbage, God says, you know what, that's not what I want. Can we, can I, can I, we heal that person's life? And so number one, the kingdom of God is a place or a state that is in agreement with the perfect will of God. Number two, the supernatural activity are expressions of the Holy Spirit power fulfilling the kingdom of God's purpose. In other words, when you pray for supernatural activity in your life, and when there is supernatural activity in your life, all you're saying is, God, Holy Spirit, do fulfill the kingdom of God in my life. Holy Spirit, I have this relationship that's broken. I have this, I can't, I'm not communicating. Holy Spirit, can you heal this relationship? That's supernatural activity. And God says, I want to do that through people. 
Look at number three. A healing is an expression of the Holy Spirit of God in your life. And by the way, let's talk about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, a helper. He gives you power. He has a mind. He has a will. He pours out the love of God. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is all-powerful, all-knowing. He's all-present. And here's the great thing about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can never do anything contrary to God because he is God. And so all healing is is God and the Holy Spirit working through your life, in your life, to bring about wholeness in relationship, wholeness in your body, wholeness in your relationship with God. And so what we're going to do is we're going to practice praying for people because my fear, and not my fear, my, my, my passion is that all of you would not just say, Lord, forgive me of my sin and go about your life and live the same. In other words, many of you raise your hand saying, you know, I got this problem, I got this problem, I got this problem, that you would live in victory. Is that instead of carrying around depression, you would be filled with joy. Instead of being hopeless, you would have hope. Instead of being discouraged, you would be encouraged. Can I get amen? And the Holy Spirit that you have wants that. The Holy Spirit wants that, and he has the power to give it to you. The same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the one that lives in you. And not only does he want to fix that in your life and correct that in your life, he wants to use you to pray for other people so his power can flow through your life. By the way, he heals through you. You don't do the healing. And we prayed just a few minutes ago when people got healed at the beginning of the service. I didn't do the healing. The Holy Spirit did the healing. And you're just a middleman. And so one of the reasons we're going to practice in service is so you can get over that fear of what happens if nothing happens. <laughs> you know what? Nothing, never, nothing happens. Let me say it again. Nothing never happens. In the least, you got courage. Because when I ask you how many people had some physical healing, you know, 1,500 at least in this room, raise your hand. About 10 got healed. That means 1,490 didn't get healed. It's cool. We got time. Amen? So look at, your, look at your notes. Look at number five in your notes. Look at number five in your notes. It says physical healing. I'm skipping forward from right now. Physical healing is a healing event that aligns our physical condition with the kingdom of God. There's a lot of different kind of healings. Physical is when God aligns the physical part of your body with the kingdom of God. Now, it is so easy for us to believe that God would forgive us of our sin. Whew. It's so easy to believe I'm going to go to heaven. Whew. It's so easy to believe that Jesus died. I shouldn't say easy. People believe he died and rose from the dead. Whew. But can he heal my knee? I don't know about that. <laughs> he, he created the heavens and the earth. He forgave you of all your sin. He died and rose from the dead after three days. Walked around for 40 days and ascended to heaven. He can do all that, but, but, but can he heal my knee? We want to get over that. You know why? Because there's certain things that are just so hard for us to accept that we don't even ask. And the Bible says you don't have because you don't ask. And then you ask and you don't get because you ask amiss with the wrong intention. We just want to ask. How many of you are ready to practice? Very good. Okay. It's going to be very simple. Very simple. They're going to put it, we're going to put the steps on the screen. First thing you're going to do is you're going to ask the person next to you, uh, tell me what needs to be healed. And they're going to tell you in 10 seconds. My knee hurts. I have cancer. 
Oh, by the way, look up here, y'all. Uh, if you have cancer, that's just as easy for God to heal as a cold. If you have a broken leg, it's just as easy as God to heal as the flu. We're talking about God. And so one of the reasons we're going to practice and pray for you every week is we want to build your courage. Is that you can see it's really failure is overrated. Being embarrassed is overrated. It's not going to happen. So you're going to ask the person, what, can I, um, what needs to be healed? And you can say, my relationship with my mother, my leg, my broken heart. Whatever you feel uh, uh, freedom to say, don't feel obligated to tell you, spill your beans with the person next to you, especially you don't know them. Look, I don't know you, but I, I got five addictions and one of them is, you know, whatever. You don't need to get all that. <laughs> you can just say, can you heal my heart? Or you can say, you know what, I, I'm good. I just, just pray for me right now. Don't, don't feel pressure. But I want you to practice. And so you're going to say, can you describe what needs to be healed? And you can put those five steps on, on one time because we're going to put this up there for you to see it. Then you're going to say, uh, do you believe God can heal you? You know what? No, I don't believe he can heal me. <laughs> well, guess what's probably not going to happen. <laughs> you know what? Here's what you could say. I believe but help my unbelief. That's actually that verse, uh, Mark 9, 23, his father of, of a demon-possessed boy. Jesus said, do you believe I can heal you? And he says, I believe but help my unbelief. How many of you have got doubt? It's okay to raise your hand. So the rest of you who are not raising your hand, you have absolute 100% faith. That's pretty good. How many of you have a little doubt? Okay, that's okay. You know what you tell God? God, help my unbelief. So you can say, what can I pray for you for? And then you're going to say, uh, do you believe God can heal you? Is there anything you need to repent? And then you're going to say, Holy Spirit, please touch this person. Amen? So we're going to do this. It's going to take 90 seconds. Really, two minutes. Let me do, let's do this real quick. Ask the person what they need to be healed from. Do they believe it? And invite the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, when we get to the Holy Spirit part, in, in one minute, I'm going to pray the Holy Spirit and we're going to pray together. So ask the person next to you those questions real quick. Okay, how many of you have something to pray for? Raise your hand if you have something to pray for. Everyone, raise your hand real high. Everyone look around the room. If you have something that you need to pray for with that person, raise your hand. Very good. Okay, let's pray. Let's see what happens. Everyone bow your heads and close your eyes. Ooh. <laughs> I want you to repeat after me. Out loud, everyone, all our campuses. Say, dear God, we know you love us. We believe Jesus died on the cross for our sin. 
and rose from the dead. We believe you heal. We believe you forgive. We believe that you deliver. We believe that you overcome the works of the devil in our life. We believe that you've come to give us life and life abundant. We believe that the Lord is Jehovah Rapha. The Lord who heals. We believe that Jesus Christ has all authority in heaven and on earth. And we ask in Jesus' name, through all that authority, for healing. For the person sitting next to me. And I want you for 15 seconds to say out loud what that healing is. What that request was that you would ask God to heal the person for whatever they told you. Go ahead, ask God to heal it. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being faithful. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand, amen. So whenever you pray for somebody to be healed, and by the way, there's no magic, there's no formula. It's really just a guide to really want to, you want to know what what's wrong. We're not done. We got some more stuff to do today. Uh, uh, but when you, when, you, when you pray, you want to know what you're asking for. You want them to tell you, I have this problem, I have this problem. You want to be hearing for God. I'm going to do a whole sermon on this, but we're going to do a little bit every week. And then you want to ask them, do they have, and we'll get to more of this next week, is there a bitterness issue with God? Is there a lack of faith issue with God? Is there a sin issue in their heart? God, forgive me before I ask you to heal me. Forgive me. I need to get my life right with you. But whenever you ask God to heal and you invite the Holy Spirit in to heal somebody, you want to ask them after it's over, do they feel better? <laughs> in other words, I believe God so much that I'm willing to put it on the line right now that anything happened. Now, it, it may not happen now, it may happen another time. That's fine, but I want to know. And you want to know, you want to acknowledge it. So after, whenever you hear me pray for healing and service, I always ask, did anybody feel, feel can you, oh, my leg doesn't hurt anymore. Because we want to know we, so we can rejoice. Amen. So, a lot of y'all got healed of some, uh, got prayed for of something. Can anybody here just raise your hand and say, what I was prayed for was healed just now? Can anybody raise your hand? Raise your hand real high, real high, real high. Look at the hands around the room, real high. Keep your hands up. Look at the hands around the room. Amen, 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 amen. Why is this important? And I would encourage you when you leave to tell the people around you what happened. Uh, why is this important to see that it's really God really does it. Because a lot of people, they, unless they see it, they ain't going to believe it. Jesus rose from the dead. His disciples got word. Thomas says, I don't believe it. I walked him for three years. I saw him walk on water. I saw him raise the dead, heal the blind, the mute, the deaf. I saw all that, but I don't believe it. Unless I see it myself. Jesus walks into the room, the doors are closed, the windows are closed, he walks in the room. I don't know how he got in there, but he had a, a really healed body, the, new, the, the, the heavenly body, whew, went right through the wall, and he went, Thomas, check out my hands. 
And then he says, I believe. My Lord, my God is what he said because he saw it. It's so important that if you, if God did something in your life that you tell people. I used to use cocaine like, like all the time. Matter of fact, when I took anatomy at San Diego State, I was using cocaine. And I was staying up all night studying, all night, like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. All night I was sitting there doing cocaine, studying my anatomy book 100 terms a, day, a week. And then I gave my life to Christ and stopped in one day. That's a healing. <laughs> That's a healing. So you, you want to tell people. And my encouragement to you this week at all the campuses that you go this week, God's going to prompt you to go ask somebody, hey, how can I pray for you? And just ask. You don't have to shout. You don't have to have big words. Funny when you see Jesus, Jesus heal people in the Bible, you know what he would say? Uh, one, one lady, he didn't say anything to her because he, he didn't even know she was being healed. She came behind him and touched his clothes. Whew, she got healed. He go, what happened? What <laughs> happened? Her faith. But he would say, be cleansed. It is as you say. That's what he would say. The power just went out. It's not this strength. It's not loud voice. It's not, I mean, people get passionate. Fine. But that ain't helping God. God ain't going to, he's not like he's deaf. It's not like if you yell louder, he's going to do it. Even though that's how, you know, that's just our human nature. But by faith you can say in Jesus' name, be healed. And that's why you see these people getting healed, because it's the power of God. The other kind of healing is salvation. Look at number four in your notes. Salvation. Salvation is a healing event that establishes a kingdom of God relationship with God. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the Bible says that when you sin, you make God your enemy. In other words, you're saying to God, God, I'm going to do what I want to do, not what you want me to do. That is the definition of sin. I'm doing what I want to do, not what you want to do. And so you are pushing God away. And because you are pushing God away, you are pushing away everything that God offers you and has for you. His love his joy, his peace, his purpose, his clarity for your life. You're pushing that away and you're trying to duplicate it with a counterfeit. And therefore your life is not what God wants it to be. Jesus says, I wanna, I'm going to pay the price for your sin and make opportunity for you to be forgiven. Salvation is saying, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. And paying the price for my sin, my ignorance, my pride. I surrender my life to you. And what Jesus does, he forgives you of your sin and he restores, heals, realigns your relationship with the Father. And then you have peace with God. Romans 5.1, look what it says right there in your notes on the screen. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. Your relationship is restored. The reason you were created was to have relationship, peace with God. And so salvation is a healing event. Your relationship with God is healed. 
It's like having a friend that you're having a fight with and then you guys make up and your, your relationship is healed. In a minute we're going to pray and you're going to have an opportunity to say, Lord, please forgive me of my sin. I want my relationship with you healed. Some of you have never asked Christ to be your savior. Or you did and then you pushed God away. And you or God aren't good right now. He wants to heal that relationship. He wants to hold you close. He wants to shower you with his love and his purpose and the gifts that he has for you. And so in a minute we're going to pray and you're going to have an opportunity to say to God, God, my problem is my pride. My problem is my arrogance, my ignorance. My problem is I pushed you away. I believe you will forgive me and I want you to forgive me. I want you to heal our relationship because I can't do it on my own. And I believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead for my sin. Please forgive me of my sin. And guess what the Holy Spirit is going to do? He's going to remove the barrier between you and God and heal your relationship. Amen. Let's all bow our heads and, and pray. Lord, in Matthew 12, you healed the hand of a man in the synagogue and it was, it was restored as whole. In Mark 8, 25, you put your hand on the eyes of a man who was blind and his sight was restored. In Mark 5.15, you healed a demon-possessed man who was not in his right mind. The demons left him and he was in his right mind. In Mark 5, there was a woman who had an issue of blood. She was bleeding for 12 years. She came up behind you and by faith touched the hem of your garment, the edge of your clothes, and she was healed. The bleeding stopped. In Mark chapter 8, a leper came up to you and said, Lord, if you are willing, can you heal me? And you touched him. And you said, I am willing, be cleansed. And he was cleansed. But Lord, the ultimate healing is our soul, our spirit, that we may be forgiven of our sin. Lord, there are many of us in here who have a broken relationship with you. Some of us never asked you to be our savior. Some of us, we did, but our relationship is not right. It needs healing, restoring, realignment. There's some of us in here who've been going to church a long time, but you, you lack faith in God. You're critical of God. You're bitter towards God. And God wants to heal your relationship. If you would like your relationship with God healed, whether it be called salvation or whether it be called restoration, I want you to pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart in all the campuses online. God wants to restore his relationship with you to the condition he originally intended to be a loving one, a one of unity and clarity, spiritual union, empowerment, purpose. If you would like your relationship with God healed, 
I want you to pray this prayer in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, please forgive me of my sin. Please forgive me of my lack of faith. Please forgive me for my arrogance, my pride, my selfishness. Please forgive me for pushing you away. Please fill me with the Spirit of God. I surrender my life to you, Jesus. I want my relationship with you healed, restored. I want it to be what you want it to be. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, if you prayed that prayer in a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand. You may stand because you're saying, I'm giving my life to Jesus. You may stand because you're saying, you know what? My relationship with God is healed. I want it to be healed. I want it to be better. So for whatever reason you prayed that prayer, I'm going to ask you to stand on the count of three. And I don't want you to worry about anybody else except your new best friend. So on the count of three, just stand whatever campus you're in. If you're watching online or one of our microsites, I just want you to stand to your feet. One, two, three. Stand to your feet. God bless you. 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 Good. God bless you. 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 Now in a minute, I'm going to ask all of you who are standing in all the campuses, I'll ask you to come down to the front. We want to congratulate you. So right now, if you're standing up, come out of your seat. Come on down to the altar. And let's give them a big hand. Amen. Amen. Let's give them a hand. They come on down. Amen. Amen. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but your body's out of alignment and stuff's not wrong. This is, rather be socially, emotionally, you're walking around like this because sin just messes everything up. And God just wants to make it the way it was supposed to be. So it's not this big, oh man, he'll do me a favor. It's what he wants. It's what he wants. And my 
challenge one for all of you, he loves you very much. He's, if he wanted to beat you on the head, he would have done that a long time ago. He is so excited about a new start for your life. And he's going to do it. He started, it's already in motion. But now when you go home today, some of those old people are going to be in your life. Eh, you got to block them. <laughs> you got to get some new people in your life. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. For all of y'all, uh, here's my challenge to you. How many of y'all were here last week? Okay, you remember when you stood up? How many of y'all were here last week you stood up and we challenged you to Elijah? Here's my challenge to you this week. For all of y'all, just pray for one person this week. Say, hey, um, what happened to your leg? They don't know to get an interview. They don't know what you're getting ready to do. What happened to your leg? Tell me about it. Well, you know, I was walking across the street and I stepped on a rock and twisted my ankle. Uh, do you believe God can heal you? Now this is where it gets woo-woo. Do you believe God can heal you? Uh, do you mind if I ask God to heal you? Do, you, do you, you? you have an issue with God you want to confess? And just say, Lord, watch this. Lord, please heal the ankle. The worst that can happen is they go, nothing happened. I love you anyway. God bless you. And you walk away. <laughs> I am dead serious. You know what's going to happen to you? That wasn't that bad. I'm going to try it again. And the more you try, the more you try, the more you try, the more chance. If you never try, it'll never happen. If you never try, it'll never happen. You got to try. try. So you got a little practice today in here. Did you all enjoy your practice? Very good. We're going to do that every week. We're just going to keep practicing, practicing. We'll get better at it, better at it, better at it. And, and then God's going to use you in your life. Lord, I pray for all these people right here. Thank you that you're healing their relationship with you. Thank you that you're healing the way they see you, the way they perceive you, the way they trust you. I pray for the rest of our life you would continue to bring into alignment and, bring, and continue to restore the kingdom of God's standard in our life. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Before you go, listen, we're not done yet, but we would do what, what we want to do is cheer these people into that room. Let's give them a big hand as they go out in that room. God bless you. God bless you.